Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and business coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence so that you can create the abundant life and profitable business you truly love and deserve. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best version of yourself and share your authentic magic with the world. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello and welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I'm your host Evie and it's so good to be back here with you today for another beautiful episode. And this one has been on my heart for a little while and something that I wanted to do as a two-part series. So this is part one of big business growth without the burnout. And then shortly you will hear part two being released where I bring on my beautiful friend and naturopath Bianca Marix to talk all about burnout from her point of view with all of her wisdom and expertise. But firstly, I wanted to share my story with this and I wanted to share so much of sort of what's been happening behind the scenes in my personal life and my business this year that have really enabled me to grow and scale my business exponentially, but without the burnout, because I think that's a really important topic and something that's been swirling around in the online world. And I just wanted to share yeah, share my take on it and hope that this is insightful, hope that this is inspiring and gives you full permission that you can absolutely grow and scale your business to whatever you want it to be, but also have a beautiful life, a beautiful, uh, you know, world outside of your business and that it doesn't need to come at the expense of your health, your happiness or your relationships or any other area of your life for that matter. So this is something that yeah I'm really really passionate about and something that I wanted to share my two cents on and yeah hope that it's insightful and helpful. You're going to hear a whole lot of like mindset stuff and then also quite a bit of strategy that's really enabled me to build out a, a business structure essentially that does enable me yeah to thrive as well. So so I hope you like this episode and also I just want to say, you know, this is my own personal experience. This is not gospel. This is not um, the way you have to do it. And that's the coolest thing in business, right? Is that you get to create what you want. You get to create the business structure, the business model, uh, the type of business, the hours that you work, the support uh, that you have in your business for you and that enables you to have the lifestyle that you really want. So it's not a, you know, an either or conversation, it's an and conversation and it's going to look really different for everyone. And I think that's the beauty of creating your own business and creating your own dream life, right? Is that you are in the driver's seat and sometimes it's a little bit of trial and error. So I hope that it's, yeah, I hope that this gives you some food for thought, some things to consider, some 
some key points that yeah that might really relate and resonate to you no matter where you are in business I think it's really helpful to have uh, have some of these more of these conversations I just really believe and you know this is a big part of why I started the podcast is that we need to have more of these conversations so I hope that it's helpful anyway I'm gonna stop rambling and get into the juicy content in just a moment so where do I start? 2022. Oh my goodness, what a massive year. What an expensive year. And, you know, at the time of recording this, it's October. So we still have a good few months left of the year. But gosh, it's been a wild ride already. <laughs> I don't know if you're feeling that, but I am certainly feeling that. But in a really expansive, abundant and exciting way. I feel like so much has shifted for me personally, but also within my business this year and it's just been it's just been incredible I'm gonna do like an end of year reflection kind of thing um, which I often do on the podcast towards the end of this year so some of this um, there may be a few blends and yeah and some of the content that I share here but I will definitely go over and reflect a lot of that and obviously if you're been around here for a while if you're a fan of the podcast then you'll know that I'm also um going to be a mama really soon and so you know that's a whole nother area of growth for me personally and so naturally I feel like I can't summarize the year yet because there's still so much to unfold for me um, in a really beautiful big expansive way so this is sort of my little reflection of the first part of the year or the first sort of three quarters of the year or so and yeah how how I've grown as a human, how my business has grown exponentially, and what I've really done to support myself to thrive, to grow and scale my business with ease, with abundance, and avoiding the burnout. So this year, I, and as I do every year, which I highly recommend you do as well, if you feel called to, is doing some kind of reflection at the end of the year, and then obviously some goal setting, some intention setting for the new year. And part of that process, I choose two words for, oh, actually just a word, but this year it was two words for me. Uh, and that's sort of like the word or the the thing that I really want to embody or feel into or create for myself in my life that year. And so the words for 2022 were rise and ease. And again, I let this process happen really intuitively. So at the time, I remember thinking <laughs> early Jan, I was like, like rise. I was like, yep, definitely rise. Like, yeah, I feel that intuitively. Like I, that I got excited about that. And then ease kept coming through. Like there was another word. There was something else. And I was like, oh, what is this? And then ease just kind of kept floating around and I'm like, no, no, it's not ease. Like <laughs> kind of like resisting it. But it just kept going back to me and I'm like, okay, all right, ease could be my second word then. And I say this, you know, with a smile on my face and laughing. I, I hope you can hear that in my voice because it's funny how it's unfolded in such a beautiful way. And yet it was the very thing that I needed the most of, I think, personally. But the thing that I really resisted, of course, right? Like, <laughs> makes total sense now. But I remember thinking back at the time, be like, oh, ease okay well doesn't sound that exciting but all right well you know we'll embrace it but you know what those two words have played out in my life and in my business so so much this year and it's actually really exciting to now be at a point now when I'm reflecting back and being like yes I did rise and yes I have created so much success and so much growth and 
yes, just so much, but also with ease. And that's just the coolest thing for me because I feel like, as I said, ease was something that I kind of resisted. And as you'll hear later, pressure was a big thing for me as well. And so actually being able to grow and scale and hold more and do more and be more and things like that, you know, that was all very exciting and wonderful. And I wanted that and I knew that that was me. But I wanted to be able to do that with ease because I knew that I was at a point in my business, sort of end of last year, that I couldn't keep growing in the way that I had been growing previously, if that makes sense. So uh, not that I was going down a path of burnout, but you kind of reach a point in your business where, well, uh, I believe most of us do, but not necessarily everyone. This was just my experience, but I believe that we hit a point sometimes where we realize that something's got a pivot or tweak or change, and maybe it's just Maybe it's just bringing on a team member. Maybe it's just tweaking your business model slightly or changing one or two things in a program that you run consistently, for example. Or maybe it's more of the mindset inner work that we need to do uh, around something that's going to enable you to get to the next sort of level of your business or your next step up. And I really believe that to be true is like the way that, you know, the things that got me to that point in my business end of last year was not going to be the things that were really going to enable me to up level into, you know, multi six figure business owner and to bring on team and all of that sort of thing. Like that wasn't the thing that was really going to enable me to step up to the next level. Right. And so I knew that there was something that I needed to tweak and change. I just wasn't hundred percent sure what that was at the time, obviously. Um, but through support and through working this through, I was then able to do that, right? And part of that piece, I feel like I'm talking in tongues now, but part of that piece was to really lean into ease and to allow myself to be really supported and held in this journey and in this business that was going to be the thing that enabled me to catapult my business forward to the next level. I hope that makes sense. So rise and ease, 100% my words for the year. And I look back now in reflection with so much admiration for myself and I just feel so damn proud of myself for creating what I've created this year and I celebrate myself here because we all need to celebrate ourselves more I believe from time to time you know in in so many different ways and so I'm really celebrating myself in the business growth that I've created for myself over the last year or so. And actually, you know what, this has been year on year in my business. My, my business has consistently grown, which is amazing. And I am so, so grateful for that. But I also want to share that it's been really intentional. It's been really strategic. And this stuff doesn't just happen. I can't remember where I shared this. I think it was an Instagram story or a reel that I was creating a while back. And I was talking about so much of the success that I've created. And, you know, I think it can be easy to look from the outside and be like, oh, well, she just had it easy or it just kind of happened for her or, you know, she had XYZ support or other backing behind her or whatever it might have been. And we can yeah kind of like take away the human side of it in some ways or we don't see the whole picture of it and we forget that 
it's another human on the other end of that that microphone or that screen or that business. You know, and we only see a really small snapshot, which is why I'm a huge fan of podcasting because you get to hear the in-depth conversations, right? And the real raw stuff. But it's been really intentional. Like I... I haven't just sat back and allowed this to happen. I haven't just, you know, been meditating for ages and ages and just manifested it, if that makes sense. You know, when we talk about manifestation, there is a huge part of it is is intentionality. A huge part of it is taking action, taking aligned action, right? And showing up consistently. So please know that there's, you know, this has not been... By accident, this has been on purpose. And I want to share that because if you have the goal to grow and scale your business, if you have new goals and new up levels that you want to reach in the next season of your business, then you absolutely can do that. And you need to do that through intentionality and through taking massive action and through getting support. And some of the things that I'll share today might be helpful as well. But, you know, it doesn't just happen. <laughs> you you have to work it. You have to show up and do the work. And that's the thing is that, you know, and I think that's a huge part of business success, right, is that you have to work it. And it doesn't just happen as it sometimes appears to uh, with some people online. We, we do hardly ever have the full story, right? So know that it's been really intentional and know that leaning into ease has probably been my more trickier thing to do this year, but actually been the thing that's enabled me to grow so much more and also without the burnout. So let's talk about mindset for a little bit. So I think the biggest thing that I want to highlight here was that you know, I knew that I was going big. There was nothing that was going to stop me, right? Like I'm wildly ambitious and I had these big goals and I was going to do them. And I knew though that I wasn't going to let it be at the detriment of other parts of my life though. And especially not at the detriment of my health because I had worked on my health so much, you know, leading up to this point, it's, uh, you know, something that I deeply, deeply value, you know, working in the health system for, you know, most of my former career for many, many years. It's something that I hold really dear to my heart and also, you know, working with a naturopath and and navigating my own health uh, in a really holistic way. Like that's really important to me. And I knew that I didn't want to undo all that wonderful work that I've been doing on my my inner self, on my psychological well-being, on my emotional well-being, my mental well-being, but also my physical well-being. And so I knew that, yeah, it wasn't going to be at the detriment of that. And I think... Um, you know, Brooke and I had a little taste of that at the very start of opening up the flower shop because it was insanely tough. And it was, you know, a retail seven days a week business. And it took a lot, a lot of time and effort. And so does my own coaching business, but in a different way. There's a lot more flexibility and a lot more space that you can create with with an online business, for example, and something that doesn't have many overheads, of course. I've, I've shared this before. But, you know, we had a little taste test of that. And I knew that, you know, we'd, we needed to keep undoing some of those bad habits that we'd got ourselves into and really prioritize the things that brought us joy, that brought us happiness, that also filled up our cups and looked after our health alongside our business growths. And 
that's been yeah that's been amazing so setting that intention and just knowing that yes I'm going big a hundred percent there's nothing stopping me but I'm also not going to let it be at the detriment of my own health and my own well-being because I am the business like and if you're in this if you're a service-based business if you're a coach creative consultant you are very much likely going to be the business as well and so if you're not looking after you, then you don't have a business, right? (laughs) And so if you've got internal stuff going on, if you've got any kind of things that you want to support yourself through that you know is going to enable you to be a better coach, a better creative, a better consultant, whoever you are, whatever service that you provide, then I highly recommend you do that. But I also want to say it doesn't have to be an either or conversation. You don't have to choose either your health or your business. You don't have to choose your inner work and working with a life coach or, you know, doing your healing journey uh, or your business. You can absolutely do both alongside each other. And that's what I really recommend because we don't need to delay your business, right? And we don't need to delay your health or your happiness or your, you know, inner peace or your inner healing journey, and they can really beautifully happen, you know, they can coexist, they can really beautifully happen in, in, um, in parallel, right? So yeah, prioritize that, know that, and just choose that, yeah? you know, make decisions or take action that's going to align you with that vision. And I also just want to say, I talk about trade-offs quite a lot, and I still believe that you know, trade-offs is a part of business, a part of life, especially in the early few years of business, that we need to make some trade-offs. You know, sometimes that did look like me working long hours and long days. Sometimes that did look like me doing um, a course and delivering a program on the weekend, for example. Uh, But that wasn't all the time, right? So just knowing that it doesn't always look quote unquote perfect or like sometimes we might need to tip the scale slightly, so to speak, and do a little bit extra work knowing that it's going to support us in the long term in our business or we're in a busy season of our business growth, for example, or um, we know that, you know, setting up this process or onboarding this team member is going to really support us now. Uh, sorry, it's going really, really support us in the long term, but it's going to take a bit more time and effort and work now. And knowing that that's the trade-off, knowing that it's still moving you towards the end goal. So I think that's the other thing to say is like, not every day is going to be the same. Not every week's going to be the same. Every season of your business is going to look really different. And I think just really, uh, really surrendering to that, really being present in the season of life and the season of business that you're in and knowing that it will look different. So for example, in my own personal business, the start of the year was big business growth and doing a lot of the doing. I was very much in the business. It was only me at the start of the year in my business. I didn't have team support then. And that was amazing. And that's what I needed to do. And I had the capacity to do that. And then as I fell pregnant and moved into the first trimester, I needed to slow down to really navigate that season of my life. And I, yeah, I had lots of morning sickness. I didn't have the same energy levels and capacity to do all of the extra things in my business. I 100% showed up fully for my clients and fully for yeah all of my client work but some of the other back end stuff some of the other things that I was doing other projects etc in my business was less important then obviously 
And so I share that as an example because there will be times in your life where you are able to really push the needle forward and are, you know, really developing your skills and adding in programs or courses or setting up systems or creating beautiful launch plans, etc. that you'll be able to repeat in the future that that that's where you're at, that's really supportive, that's what you need to do and are, and are able to do. But then there will be other times when you do want to slow down, when you do want to take some more time, or maybe you do need to prioritize something else in your life slightly more, which means that you have slightly less time or capacity for your business. And that's not to say that you're going to drop the ball or you're going to you know choose one or the other. No way. Like I said, we can always do these things in tandem. It's just that it's going to look slightly different and so just really knowing that in those stages even though I had all of the creative ideas all of the things landing all of the things that I really wanted to do I knew though I actually needed to take a bit of time for me extra time for me and work slightly less hours in my business in that particular season and I look back now and I was like it was it was really big at the time I remember but it was actually only like a couple of months and that was it. And, you know, I just want to also say that, you know, these these things pass, you know, seasons come and go. That's the cycle of life, right? And so nothing's ever permanent. And so just really allowing yourself to go with it and, and surrendering to that, making the supportive changes that you need to, to know that your business is still going to thrive and you can still thrive at your best as well. And just the last thing that I wanted to share on mindset was really this this concept of pressure. And again, if you've been around my world for a while, if you're a client of mine, if you listen to the podcast often, you've probably heard me talk a bit about pressure and that being my my default, my, um, you know, my ego wants, or my inner critic wants to put a lot of pressure on myself. And, you know, I ultimately know that it comes from a loving place of wanting to be the absolute best and do an exceptional job. But also knowing that when I lean into pressure, it's essentially just fear. And so, yeah, that's not really supportive for me. And so over the years, this has been absolutely my lesson and something that I've, you know, consistently worked on dialing down is that, yeah, that pressure or the, you know, the need to do more, be more, you know, go, 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 do it faster, do it bigger, do it better type of, of uh, dialogue that can sometimes go in, on in my mind and actually realizing that I do my best work when I don't have that whole lot of pressure on myself. I think a little bit of pressure is a good thing from time to time, right? Um, but ultimately, when I'm talking about this, I mean, the pressure that was, was fear-based, that wasn't supportive for me. And so that's where the ease came in. It was like, well, do I choose pressure or do I choose ease? And ease, remember, doesn't mean without effort. Ease doesn't necessarily mean that we do nothing, no way, but we do it in an easeful way. We do it with love and kindness and compassion, or we choose a really supportive way of doing it, or we, yeah, talk through these things or these challenges with our coach. So, yeah, really reducing the pressure and nipping it in the butt anytime it would come up, that has been a game changer for me, you know, time and time again, but especially this year as I've grown and scaled my business exponentially. Okay, I wanted to move on to talk a little bit more about sort of the strategy side of things. So 
there's a few things that I've done in my business or tweaked along the way that have been really supportive for me so that I can really scale and grow to the next level, right? With ease. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was just playing the long game, like really seeing, and I, I believe this is such a core concept that I love teaching and I think it's really important for all business owners to think about from even from day one is that we want to play the long game in business we don't want to play you know week by week month by month we want to play the long consistent game because the long game is the one that's going to reach you know it's going to give you the success that you want the long game is the one that's really that sustainable business model I mean ultimately I mean, if you're here, I mean, maybe some people go into business just for, you know, the thrill of it and just to, you know, try it out for a little bit and maybe they find that it's not for them. But most of you, if you're a heart-centered solopreneur, then you're in this for the long haul. You love what you do and you really want to make an incredible impact with your work. And so playing the long game is such a crucial part of this. So whenever you're making strategic decisions in your business, and I highly recommend you talk this through with your own coach or send me a DM on Instagram and we can chat through this. But ultimately, what you want to be thinking about is are the decisions that I'm making now aligned with my long term goals? Are they aligned with the business structure and model that I really want in the future? And sometimes that's not super clear and that's totally okay. And all you need to know is does it align with the vision that I want for myself and my life and the business that I want? Mostly now, you know, knowing that that can tweak and change and that can evolve, which it will, I'm sure. So making sure that you're making really strategic decisions, making sure you're playing the long game, you're not just, you know, throwing things at the wall or trying to do a whole lot of stuff, like, you know, the busy work, quote unquote, and actually not really creating any real traction in your business. So playing the long game and then also thinking about the business model. So when I'm talking about strategic decisions, thinking about, you know, do I want the one-to-one business model? Do I want the group coaching or the group experience or the mastermind type model? Or what feels best for me right now? Or what what works really well for me and my lifestyle, my capacity? Uh, those sorts of things. So obviously a really individual conversation, every business owner, every business structure is going to look slightly different. And so it's just really, really thinking about what do you really want for yourself? What do you really want for your business? How does that look? And the other huge thing that's changed this year in my business from a strategy point of view that's been so, so supportive is hiring my team members. So I did a whole episode on this. If you want to go have a listen to that, I highly recommend. It's been a muchly requested episode, how and when to bring on team members. So currently I have a virtual assistant and I have a content manager and she supports with repurposing content and yeah, supporting me on that end. And they both are contractors. They both work part time and it's been amazing. It's been a big lesson for me, a big like edge to lean into and I think it is for a lot of people where you know our businesses are our babies and so it's really it can be challenging to bring on a team member and have that person support us with our vision and our mission but it has been an absolute game changer so go back and listen to that episode I won't repeat myself here but there's lots of things that I would suggest when you're considering when you want to bring on the team member and how you want to bring on that team member and lots of my own personal experience with this one but that's been an absolute game changer and really leaning in 
into that support. So I think that's also, you know, a work in progress, but something to keep keep thinking about and fostering is how do I really want to do that? Um, you know, what what do I need to do to enable myself to let go some of the reins, so to speak, slightly, to really lean into that support, to receive that support fully. And um, it's, oh gosh, it's a game changer when you find the right people that support you, right? So that's been a huge one. And then just lastly, the last part I just wanted to talk through is the soul component of going through my signature framework here and grouping them. But the soul component is like just really looking after me, doing the things that I know support me to thrive as a human, as you know, uh, as a beautiful coach, as a partner, uh, and that's the stuff that really, yeah, there's the stuff that really matters, right? And the things that have enabled me to still fill my own cup up, so to speak, when I give so much to other people you know that's what <laughs> that's what coaching is right and I love it and I'm an exceptional coach I know that to be true but I also need to look after me first and foremost so some of the practices and I've shared these many times before but consistently doing the things that fill my cup up for example meditation pulling an oracle card or a tarot card perhaps um sometimes some journaling from time to time as and when I need it, gratitude journaling in the evening and some kind of movement, some form of exercise, getting out in nature, going to the gym, walking, whatever it looks like. It's going to look slightly different for me in different days and different seasons of my life this year. But that's always been the common thread is giving back to me, internally connecting with myself, fostering my intuition, fostering my soul's voice, really checking in to see where I'm at. What do I need? Do I need some more support here? What do I really want to focus on right now? What's my intention? What am I really grateful for? What are the wonderful things that are happening? Like, what do I need to celebrate here? What, um, what do I want to celebrate here? And yeah, just essentially supporting myself, just as I do with everyone else, is supporting myself first and foremost to be the exceptional human that I am and the exceptional coach and business owner that I am. And so even though it sounds super simple and super easy and yet easy not to do, that this is the stuff that really works. So to recap, doing the daily practices that really support and nourish me on a soul level, on a human level. Working on any of the mindset stuff that pop up, making those intentions, uh, you know, reducing pressure or nipping any kind of inner critic fear-based thinking in the butt as and when you need to. Deciding that you're going to grow and scale but with ease, with love, with abundance, with with radiance, with health, uh, that it doesn't need to be at your, your health's detriment or any other area of your life, for example. But also knowing that there will be some trade-offs and that every season is going to look a little bit different and really leaning into that and allowing that to be okay and doing what you need to to support yourself in those seasons, knowing that they're going to look a little bit different. And then from the strategy point of view, team members at some point might be something that you want to look at or some sort of outsourcing, some sort of extra support. And of course, I forgot to mention, but the biggest thing is having your own coach, having you know, continuing to invest in support for you as well as the human that you are, but also as the business owner that you are. 
I can't talk about that highly enough. I've talked about that many, many times before. It's something that I continue to invest in and will continue to invest in and obviously encourage all of you to as well because it's absolutely a game changer, 100%. So that's it from me today. I hope you found that helpful and insightful, inspiring, maybe stuff you already knew, maybe nice little reminders, maybe one to come back to in the future when you're in a, uh, an area of or season of growth, perhaps. But just know that and full permission from me and, you know, full evidence that you can absolutely grow and scale. You can have a multi-six, seven-figure, whatever number you want to put on it. You can have a wildly successful business and have a beautiful lifestyle, personal life, health, all of the beautiful relationships that you have in your life. Like it's not an either or conversation. Yes, there's going to be some trade-offs. Yes, it's going to look slightly different in different seasons. But you don't have to choose one or the other. You can have it both and yeah, you can absolutely grow and scale your business with ease and grace. So I hope that's helpful. Big, big love to you. And here's to your big business growth without the burnout. Wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.